Good morning, happy Sabbath, and welcome to a mostly empty Forest Lake Church, which is the strange reality of this day we find ourselves in, and not a situation we were anticipating, even uh, as of around noon yesterday. But in our attempt to uh, be responsible and, uh, and work with everyone's best efforts at this time, uh, we went ahead and agreed that we also would go to just an online streaming service. So we don't know how long this is going to go. Uh, it's very likely that we will be in this situation again next Sabbath. Uh, but stay tuned for news, and we will see exactly how long this goes. Now, I want you to know I've taken advantage of of uh, one of the important parts about uh, staying away from the coronavirus, and that is don't wear a tie, which is actually totally a lie. But uh, nonetheless, be careful for what news you hear out there, because not everything is true. But uh, so glad you're here. Uh, we're very pleased to have Adventist World Radio with us today. And uh, I know you're, that uh, those of you who are joining us online, which is pretty much all of you today, will be blessed by this service. And I'm so glad that you are joining us, and I'm glad that we have the capacity to do this. So our service will continue, and uh, Pastor Julie is going to come and give us announcements after the prelude. Good morning. I'd like to welcome you one more time to the Forest Lake Church. I'm Julie McLafferty, Connections Pastor. Most of you uh, I'm seeing online, or you're seeing me online, which means that I'm missing you today. We're all missing you. But God is still good, and it's so good that we can worship him wherever we are in the world. That's a beautiful thing. So this morning, we just want to call your attention to a few items in a time of increasing isolation, just to remember how we can still engage in community. So today we are having our upper room service that will be live streamed at 1130. So feel free to go to our Facebook page and check that out. We'd love to have you worship with us that way. 
Again, as mentioned, we do have Adventist World Radio here. We're so glad we will not be having the four o'clock presentation today, as well as the greeter first impressions potluck is also postponed. And the optimize your brain uh, presentations that have been coming up, we're also postponing those for now. So please stay tuned as those come up. If you see your bulletin online, there is a United Marriage class that will be offered April 6th through June 1. Wonderful opportunity, strengthen your marriage. So you can sign up anytime this month. So please check that out. We'd love to have you a part of that special experience. Our media team is looking for new volunteers. And so you can email media at forestlakechurch.com. Org to find out more information. We're having an orientation on uh, March 21st, upcoming Saturday. Also, our ministry fair, March 28th, we'll again kind of stay tuned and see how that goes, but we are planning for that at this point. So please just continue to keep up. By faith, we've been praying, we've been preparing for risen, and at this point, also, we are moving forward. We do need many more volunteers. So if you haven't yet, please go to risenexperience.com. We need a lot more help. People to greet, people to help behind the scenes in many different capacities. Also, many of you have been asking, how can I invite my neighbors? So if you go to this website, you can print tickets. You can also print out flyers that you can share with your neighbors, your coworkers, and your community. So we invite you again. Everything is located on that site. Just to go back to what Pastor Jeff said before we continue on, I know even this week for me, I'll feel fine, everything's fine, and then you start listening to the news and you start getting text messages and you start feeling kind of that fear, that anxiety just rush up in you. And I was feeling that way a little bit on Thursday, texting with a friend, and then all of a sudden a verse just came into my mind. Perfect love casts out fear in First John. And we all have different reasons why we could be afraid. And they're real, they're real reasons. My dad's currently in the Philippines. He could get stuck there, right? But perfect love casts out fear. Jesus is with us. And the gospel means that we have a different way of looking at life and we have that joy and that hope. So let's continue to share that, continue to be in prayer. If you would like to join our online prayer community throughout this time and in general, we invite you to email us at prayer at forestlakechurch.org. Thank you so much for being here. Now it is time for our children's story. We're excited to introduce to you this Sabbath a video from Tanzania. We had live people there videoing this, experiencing Abraham, who is a chief in the Maasai tribe. And he heard about the wonderful ministry of tithing and just watched the video as you can see how he orchestrated tithing into his life. With colorful clothes and herds of cattle, the Maasai people are spread throughout this land. Watch as one very wealthy Maasai tribal leader does the unthinkable. He puts his faith in God first before everything else. 
This is AWR 360. We are in Tanzania, a country famous for the Maasai people, known for their distinctive customs and brightly colored dress. They welcomed me with a native jumping dance. From a standing position, these warriors can vertically spring over three feet high. Their smiles made me feel right at home, and they even allowed me to carry one of their precious babies. I enjoyed every moment and fell in love with these dear people who received me with open arms. The Maasai have a semi-nomadic lifestyle. Even this village we are at right now is temporary. Every aspect of their lives revolves around their cattle. The cows determine where the village moves based on where the herds can eat grass. Cattle is their currency and their main source of food. Nothing is left to waste. Even their huts are made of cow dung. For a man to give away his cattle is foolish and unheard of. That's why Abraham's story is amazing. He owns more than a thousand cows. I have over a thousand cows and I'm considered rich by my Maasai people, but something was missing in my life. Abraham's heart was convicted at an evangelistic series and he became a baptized member of the Seventh-day Adventist Church. Most Maasai cannot read or write, so they learn from the radio. Abraham was overjoyed when he tuned in AWR. It was a topic of tithing that really caught his attention. They spoke of faithfulness and trusting God and that 10% belongs to him. As his eyes took in all that he owned, he knew what he had to do. In that moment, he made a commitment. Like Jacob of old, he marked every 10th cow. By the time he was finished, more than 100 cows had been designated for God. My friends and neighbors thought I was crazy. To the Maasai, 100 cows is worth about $30,000. You just don't give away the most important resource you own. Despite the ridicule, Abraham remained faithful to God. His neighbors stopped laughing nine months later. They were shocked to see that many of Abraham's cows gave birth to twins and his sheep triplets. Cows rarely have twins. It's considered historic when they do. Immediately, everyone understood that this miracle came from a higher power. After the Maasai witnessed Abraham's faithfulness, they approached the Union President, Pastor Godwin Lickendile, and said, we want to tithe too. Pastor Godwin was amazed and said, are you Adventist? They replied, no, but we want God to bless us just like he's blessing Abraham. And praise the Lord, nine months later, their cows had twins too. Here is something else amazing. Every time a thief would steal any of Abraham's cattle, the cows would always return home, as if guided by unseen hands. Now thieves fear stealing from Abraham. 
I praise God for Adventist World Radio. Abraham credits AWR for changing his life. Everyone sees that the more he gives, the more he is blessed. Thanks to Abraham's testimony, today over 80 Maasai have accepted Jesus and have been baptized. And all of them now listen to Adventist World Radio. These kinds of miracles not only happened a long time ago, they are happening today. Our Heavenly Father is ready to multiply your blessings. The unreachable are being reached by Adventist World Radio. Together, we can finish the work. We need your faithful prayers and dedicated support. We all can look forward to the day when we see the fruits of our labor and praise God for allowing us to be part of His good work. This is AWR 360. What a wonderful and amazing story, and uh, what a privilege that we have to be able to even know those stories and to hear those stories and know uh, that the Spirit of the Lord is still at work in various places. And, and what a better message for us than that at this time right now when uh, our lives largely feel very strange to us and everything that uh, we, we count on and expect is kind of in question right now, and you can see that in some of the strange behaviors around us. But uh, what a friend we have in Jesus, and what a privilege to carry everything to him in prayer. So as we go into our prayer time, a little different today, we're, we're being careful in a lot of ways, so I'm just going to leave the mic here, and normally I would kneel. But uh, if, if you are here and would like to kneel, or if you're at home and you would like to do that, we'll give you a moment to do that, and then we'll pray. Father in heaven, my heart thrills at a story like this, a story of faithfulness where someone thinks the faithful person is crazy and then uh, you show up for that person in a way that cannot be denied and conviction falls on the hearts of many others because of one simple act of faithfulness. And we see that in this story, Lord, and we are, we are encouraged in our hearts to be faithful. And Lord, then we, we look at our own day and our own times and our own reality and how often we feel as though what we might do is irrelevant, doesn't matter. Yet your faithfulness to us, even when we aren't always faithful, means that if we will be faithful in, these, in our lives, in these days, in these times, each day, that you, you will be able to bring a great good from that. So, Lord, I pray that in this time when, when some are fearful and, and perhaps inclined to hoard and take care of themselves, that we would not lose a spirit of grace and giving and caring, and that in our hearts, we would be looking at this time for opportunity to, to represent the Son of God who gave up all heaven to come and live here with us that we might believe and be saved 
through his life, death, and resurrection. Lord, we pray for the ministry of Adventist World Radio. You have done amazing things with this ministry all around the world. And we pray for the continued effectiveness as the days draw on. We do not know the number of the days, but it has been our conviction for a long time that you are coming soon. And we do not surrender that conviction. We hang on to it. Lord, may we be faithful throughout these days, faithful in our lives, faithful in our giving, faithful to support the work that you are doing all around the world. Now, Lord, we pray for our nation and the nations of the world. We pray for our leaders in this, in this county, in this state, in this country, that they will have wisdom, that uh, they will make good choices. Lord, our, our hearts go out to our members that could be at risk in this situation. We would desire and ask, Lord, you would keep them all safe and you would help us all to be wise. Now bless us as we continue in this service today. May your spirit speak to our hearts. May we sense your presence. In Jesus' name, amen. All the years I've been singing, I have never found a time that this song wasn't just the best song to sing, and somehow today it seems to be perfectly relevant, reminding us that whatever challenges are out there, whatever strange things happen, God is still in control. All we have to do is take his hand and walk with him. Darkness around me, sorrow surrounds part right here. Hell's gates are trembling from our prayers ascending. Darkness is crumbling from praises we sing. 
Jennifer, thank you. Happy Sabbath, friends. Hi, I'm Cami Utman, Vice President with Adventist World Radio, and we have been looking forward to this Sabbath with you. We are excited to be here. You know, we are living in unprecedented times, aren't we? Where fear abounds and people are panicking. But you know what? We have the solid rock to rely on, Jesus. He is there for us, and we need to have that quiet confidence because that is a witness during these times. Amen? You know, when your life is falling apart and you're living away from Jesus, you become troubled about many things. And this next story happened on a flight that took place from Palm Springs to Denver, Colorado. And I was with my AWR colleague, Sue Hinkle. And we boarded the plane, and it was a very small plane early in the morning, 5 a.m. And so first class business and economy people were all mixed in there together. And I say that for a reason, because as I walked down the aisle, I saw I was going to be sitting next to a very distinguished-looking uh, gentleman, 
very dressed, uh, dressed very well in a business suit. And I sit down and he introduces himself and I introduce myself. And he said, yes, I am on my way to one of my many mansions, uh, one in Breckenridge. And he is from England. And I thought, wow, this would be interesting. I said, wow, you know, God has really blessed you. And he looked at me and his whole body bristled and he grimaced and said, no, the goddess has blessed me. And I thought, okay, Lord, be with me right now. Speak through me, use me in this moment. Quiet confidence, right? That only comes from Jesus and the Holy Spirit. He began to tell me that he devoted his life to goddess worship. He says, you see, Christians are the enemy and you're a Christian, aren't you? Which makes you my enemy. And I said, I said, no, actually, we are not. Um, he said, we are on opposing sides. You see, I am a soldier for the goddess. And I looked right at him and I said, well, I am a soldier for the one almighty God. And there was a bit of a stalemate there. <laughs> and he said to me, he said, um, but don't you understand? Things are coming to an end. And I said, you know, the Bible tells us who wins this war, my friend. Now, interestingly enough, my colleague Sue was sitting two rows ahead of me, and it's a quiet plane at 5 a.m., and pretty much this is a witness, everybody's witnessing this on the plane, and she begins to, begins to pray. She knew there was a great controversy battle going on. So now she's praying. And he begins to tell me, since childhood, I've been brought up and directed by the goddess. She told me when to build my business, what business it was going to be, developing this software that's changed the world. He says, she made me very successful. But I had no choice. But, that, but she's led my life. So immediately I discussed free will and how God has given us free will. He loves us so much. And we began to discuss the state of man and death. We began to discuss apparitions and Satan's deceptions. Friends, we need to be familiar with the great controversy, amen? So we can be able to speak on these things. And he said, my view, uh, I shared my view of a loving, personal God who protects and provides for us, whereas he began to share with me that he sees God as a tormentor and fiercely cruel and re referencing the dark ages. And uh, so I mentioned Constantine, and, and he says, oh, I've heard of him. It was interesting how much he had heard of. And so for two hours, we began to, sh to share of our lives. And he said, you know, I, I speak to my dead family members. And I said, and he, you see, he was very, he was troubled about many things. And I said, Nick, the only way you will rid of these demons in your life is if you give God a chance and you fall on your knees and beg him to, to get rid of the demons in your life and just give him a chance. He will do it. And I saw a flicker of hope in his eyes. I said, because God really does care about you. He says, but you see, I've been training my whole life to annihilate the Christians and it's positioned to happen soon. You know that the goddess will soon emerge from the earth. And I thought to myself, well, she's not coming from the sky and clouds, right? The devil always has the opposite, doesn't he? And I said, uh, yes, I believe that th things like of that nature are, are going to happen because pro Bible prophecy tells me so. You see, my God, our God, loves us so much that he has already forewarned us of all these events. And he said, but don't you know you're going to be tortured and killed even? And I said, yeah, 
That's, that's possible. I said, but you know what? We get to look forward to, the e to returning to the Garden of Eden, a perfect paradise, Nick. I said, the death sleep is temporary. I said, we have Eden for eternity. And he looked at me and he said, and I said, you know, Nick, what is your end game? And he was stunned. He said, I've never thought about that. I've never even asked the goddess that. I'm gonna ask the goddess that. What's my end game? So he sat there pondering. He says, you know what else I don't understand? When you walk down the aisle of this plane and ever since as you sat down beside me, I don't get it because you are exuding a light, a glow that I do not understand. Like a rod of strength is going up and down your spine. What is that? And I said, Nick, I will tell you exactly what that is. That's Jesus, and you can have him too. Amen? You know, in Great Controversy, page 612, my dad uh, pointed this out to me, and I thought, wow. It says there, servants of God with their faces lighted up and shining with holy consecration will hasten from place to place proclaiming the message of heaven by thousands of voices all over the earth the warning will be given. Friends, we are living in this time. Let's be ready to share, witness. Don't be afraid of witnessing. God can use whatever knowledge you have about the Bible is probably more than the person sitting next to you, right? And the Holy Spirit's there to bring back to memory what you need to say. Claim Matthew 10, 20, that God will speak through you in those moments. He has set that person in front of you for a reason because maybe only you can reach them. I want you to pray for Nick as he reads the great controversy, that he's no longer troubled about many things, that he finds the truth and that the truth shall set him free. Friends, each one of us can do something for the Lord to win a soul so that in heaven you have a person running up to you in tears thanking you, I'm here because of you. Won't that be an incredible moment? I want to show you an example of this in our next video that happened in Tanzania. It's titled, From Bar to Church, about how one woman witnessed and see what happens. Right after this video, I'm excited to share with you that Dr. Dwayne McKee, our AWR president, will be sharing a most important message with you titled, Troubled About Many Things. Rising above the Serengeti landscape is the tallest mountain in Africa, the majestic Mount Kilimanjaro. Surrounded by grazing gazelle, sleepy lions, and the elusive leopards, this land holds wonder and enchantment to excited tourists and the humble people who call it home. I am in Tanzania, and this is AWR 360. Adventist World Radio was brought to Tanzania in 1993, making it the first non-government radio broadcast of its time. Now, over 25 years later, a team of dedicated locals operate 10 stations across the country. 
Broadcasting in Swahili and Maasai, thousands of people can daily listen to programs in their own language. After seeing thousands of baptisms as a direct result of the radio work, many Seventh-day Adventist churches have become excited and desirous of participating in some way as well. One church decided to sponsor a 21-day sermon series called Rays of Hope. The pastor encouraged the members to use this radio program as a witnessing tool and to share the messages with their friends and family. Mama Miyembe took this to heart and began carrying her little radio with her wherever she went. Mama Miyembe had a garden, and her garden was located close by the town's bar. Daily, as she tended to her plants and vegetables, she set down her radio and turned up the volume. Inside the nearby bar, the owner, named Elia, began to listen and take interest. I was so intrigued with what I heard coming from the radio in the garden, I decided to find the channel on my radio so I could hear it better. So while Eliah was serving his customers, he was also listening intently to sermons from the Rays of Hope program. Soon he was not the only one listening. The drunkards who daily came by started to listen and ask questions. Finally, Elias suggested they meet together and listen to the radio instead of drinking. And they all agreed. The owner and his customers began meeting with their Bibles and radio. And as the AWR program presented Bible-based messages, the men discovered precious truths they had never heard before. At the end of the 21-day series, I decided to give my life to Jesus and was baptized. Along with 20 of my customers, it was a joyous day. After their baptism, this new little congregation decided to change their bar into a place of worship instead. They meet together every Sabbath to sing praises and study the Bible. Mama Miembe often joins them with a heart full of joy for what God was able to do through her. I am so thankful for AWR and for the messages of hope that saved us. Is this not an amazing testimony to the power of the gospel? A place of frivolity and drunkenness is now a place of praise and worship to our Creator. And all because one woman was willing to carry her radio with her and let it be heard from her garden. Will you join us in spreading the good news of Jesus to a hurting and dying world? Through your prayers and generous support of Adventist World Radio, light is breaking the darkness and truth is triumphing over falsehood. From broadcast to baptism, this is AWR 360. What an exciting time to be alive.
Amen? When I see these kinds of stories happening almost daily around the world, it is so thrilling and excited to know what God is doing. It's thrilling. Actually, this is the most exciting time of my life. I've been in the ministry. I've been missionary. I've done international evangelism for almost 50 years, but I've never seen anything about what's happening right now. It happens every day almost at AWR. We hear about thrilling, exciting things. Wow, I just, just a report. Kathy read it to me this morning. In a country south of us, a prisoner shared his AWR God pod with another prisoner and another prisoner and another prisoner and another prisoner. They listened to the messages on the God pod. Five of them were baptized just this week. They are all five assassins. They'll never get out of prison, but they have the hope that Jesus is coming soon. I, I once, uh, not long ago actually, I was walking in Spokane and I walked by a bakery and I saw <clears throat> this sign. It said, a balanced life is having two chocolate chip cookies, one in each hand. Actually, for AWR, a balanced life, a balanced life is broadcast to baptism. That's what we're about, fulfilling the gospel commission to go and preach and teach and baptize. Amen? Next slide. Troubled about many things. We're going to look at this. We know there's one thing needful, one thing needful. First, I'd like to share a few things with you about Adventist World Radio. Next slide. We have studios in India, China, Europe, Africa, Middle East, Far East, Americas, South Pacific, all around the world. We have studios and they are working, broadcasting, preparing lessons sharing in many many ways through am fm shortwave dab you know what dab is dab is digital audio broadcasting we broadcast 24 7 in london 24 7 in north england 24 7 soon in paris and marseille on dab the adventist message the adventist health message the adventist bible message children's stories etc thrilling and exciting on DAB, Radio 2.0, AWR God Pods, are little, little recorded devices that we send around the world in different languages, and they have the message of hope that Jesus is coming soon, especially people need that in times like this. Crazy times, aren't they? But we're told we have nothing to fear for the future except as we forget how God has led us in the past. Adventists shouldn't be surprised. We are a bit. I had never realized how fast things could change Boy, changing every day. But it's a time to focus on Jesus. What a time to witness for Jesus. What a time to be alive. Amen? Wow. YouTube evangelism, Facebook Live, social media, cell phone evangelism, internet Bible school, Facebook audio, WeChat radio, podcast, on and on. Every available means of social media, every available means through the internet. Any way that we can reach the world, we will do so. Amen? Next. Please. Uh, cell phone evangelism is exciting. Did we go to that one? 
the picture, cell phone evangelism is, uh, is via WhatsApp, SMS. I just talked to a friend of mine. He's at Berrien Springs. He is the pastor of the Beijing Church. He works with AWR on cell phone evangelism, and it's uh, amazing what is happening. Several times each week with his cell phone, Pastor Louis, he is broadcasting to 35,000 people from his cell phone. Isn't that unbelievable? Uh, WeChat, that's, that's on, uh, on WeChat and, and QQ and YY. Uh, here in the States, we call it SMS. Thousands are listening to and sharing prophetic Bible messages, preparing them to accept Jesus as their personal Savior. Next. The, the Adventist, uh, we, we have... If you go to Manila, you see these big, beautiful buildings that they have brought, built up on reclaimed land. And inside those buildings are, well, if you call for support, oftentimes for your, your phone or your computer or whatever, you'll be talking to somebody in one of those buildings. Did you know that? The support comes from there or from India, usually, when you, you need support. We have done almost something very almost the same thing. Nearby Manila, up in the mountains and the hills at our division office, we have a brand new building and we, we have a center for digital evangelism. And our young people there are, are taking their computers and their cell phones and answering questions that people have from around the world on different topics. They're getting lots of questions now about what is happening. Is the world coming to an end? Wow, can you imagine? the world that we live in today. And so they have that opportunity to, to listen and to answer. Next, please. Having a short way towers, these are in Guam. We reach more than a third of the world's population from these towers in the middle of the Pacific in Guam. We broadcast truth in more than 100 languages on 1,000 stations from on AM, FM, DAB, etc. The Philippine government, next, please. Most wanted couple. Uh, can he come and help me? I need help with this. Let's go through this. The Philippine government, it's most wanted couple, and the NPA. What, the NPA, what is that? That is the New People's Army. It's a communist terrorist group that has dominated the Philippine mountain islands for almost 50 years. And they fight against the government. Wow. Um, there's been a like 40,000 yeah. plus yeah. deaths. So now, it's been very serious. Now, the most wanted couple, this is a, they're assassins. They've been baptized. They're Seventh-day Adventists today. Amen. And the five-star general who is in charge of them will be baptized May 25. Yes. Wow. Praise God. Amen. Next, please. Several Arabs were baptized a few weeks ago in the Jordan River, uh, which is near Nazareth, where we have our cell phone evangelist, Wisa Mali. And it is an exciting time um, there in Nazareth, isn't it? Amen. We have wow. a lot going on. Keep Israel in your prayers uh, as AWR penetrates. Next. We have just received a report, Cami, that 15 entire congregations have recently become Adventists in Papua New Guinea as they prepare for our AWR TMI evangelistic meetings in May. This year, 2020. So are you saying the entire congregation, an entire church, 15 of them? Wait, wait, have wait, become... wait, wait. They're, they're not baptized yet. <laughs> but they've changed the name of their church changed already. Changed the name of the church already. <laughs> they're already dedicated. Yeah. Awesome. They're not, but they're not baptized. 
Well, they it, will be. <laughs> they will be in May. That's yes. the plan. That's the plan. That right? is the plan. In May. Yes. We're Actually, excited. I heard a story. Sue was telling us this. She just came back from PNG mm-hmm. about two pastors. Okay. This husband and wife, both of them Sunday uh, preachers, uh, heard of the message uh, through AWR, learned of the gospel, and decided, you know what, this is the, this is the truth. They wanted to keep the Sabbath. So what they decided to do is, they, what can we do for the Lord? Well, we have a little hut. Let's tear that down and put up a church. This couple has seven children. So the nine of them are living in a makeshift little shack behind this structure that they've used to build uh, on their property. They're using their own property uh, to build a Seventh-day Adventist church and they plan to use that um, mightily for the Lord. They're, they're already ha- going to have church there before their Seventh-day Adventists themselves. No, no wait, wait, wait. <laughs> they're not baptized. Not yet. And they're, they're building a church. Yes, they've dedicated everything they've got. And how many in that little hut? Nine people are living in a small hut. Talk about sacrificial giving. Yep, both Beautiful pastors. thing. Both Beautiful. pastors. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to become They're going to be, yeah, they're going wow. to be evangelists, aren't evangelists. they? Evangelists, <laughs> that's right, that's right. That's awesome. Right. AWR will also target the 100 largest metro areas in the world beginning next year at uh, Dallas and Fort Worth and Houston, Texas. Now, you're from Texas, aren't you? (laughs) I'm excited about that. I've got family there, too. I can't wait uh, to to do this great endeavor. I think we're going to reach a lot of people this way. Next. And Thailand. You know, and Thailand is very difficult. But we have a, a center of evangelism there. We've just opened up. And we're working hard to have something happen. We, we were going to have this in China, but because of things happening there, we have decided to move it to Thailand. And it's very difficult. But we've just now trained, uh, actually in Thailand, seven Buddhists made a decision for baptism during this training. And it usually takes years for right. people to be converted there. It's with our health message and our Bible message. You know, that makes a difference. That's right. I think the Holy Spirit is just pouring out right now and oh. those that are interested are quickly coming to the Lord. Amen. Right. Amen. Yes. Like never before. We've never, never before. Seen this before. It's, yes. it's amazing. Next please. 24 Chinese young people were uh, trained at our AWR cell phone evangelism in Thailand to focus on health and prophecy and then they were sent back into China. Right. So there are evangelists right now, right now. in China. So Please keep them in your prayers. As you know, that's risky. But they are so willing to live for the Lord and die for the Lord because actually, they la- are looking forward actually, to Actually, last year, AWR took 50 of them to the Philippines and they preached the first evangelistic meetings, gave them the sermons in English. <laughs> well, they preached in English <laughs> and then they went back yeah. and preached in their own languages. There Isn't that awesome? I can't awesome. wait till we get to heaven and we get to hear how... Yeah. That, how many people that, that reached. Wow, I know, wow. incredible. Uh, and it, it really is. Yes. Nepal, an AWR evangelist, recently baptized 50. Now, Cammie, <laughs> that's incredible. not long ago you were there. Yes, I was in the Himalayan mountains, and I tell you, you know, um, they have to do it secretly. It's, yeah. There's persecution. Yeah. But um, uh, I, to have 50 baptized is just incredible there in Nepal. Awesome. A new church has been planted in the closed country of Bhutan. That is in northern India. Um, by one of our AWR 360 cell phone evangelists. So keep this person in your prayers because this person is doing incredible things by sneaking across the border and bringing in in, uh, the gospel message in many different ways. We can't share much more, of course, for for protection. But please, keep keep Bhutan in your prayers. Actually, there's a little country. Well, actually, it's, it's, it's a state now. It used to be a country. It's called Sikkim. Isn't that funny? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is the name of the, of the state, Sikkim. 
and it's right on the border of Bhutan. Right. And we have a secret weapon. We do. We do have a secret mm -hmm. weapon. And she goes in secretly. Yeah. And she takes in little God pods and she packages them up in little gift bags. And we said to her, she goes into Bhutan and people listen. And we have actually, I think, another church, two churches now being planted there. And, and we ask her, we said, what happens if you get caught? She said it's okay because there's people in prison that need to hear about Jesus too. Amen. She's she awesome. such a, she's our secret weapon. Yeah. <laughs> and God so is they're, using her. They're in, 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 right there in Sikkim next to Bhutan. We're starting a Center for Digital Evangelism. We just voted that. Mm -hmm. A Center Very exciting. for Evangelism to reach that whole area. We, we don't have any members right now in hardly in Bhutan and, and none in up in the country just above Bhutan. It, it, it's amazing. It Nepal, amazing. those areas, wow. Tibet, God no, is no members. No God members. is working. But by this evangelism center, mm -hmm. we'll do cell phone evangelism. We'll record sermons. We'll put in the God pods and send them into those mm -hmm. brand new areas. You know, I love our AWR ministry because truly it is the ministry that can go wherever air goes. And that's, that's right. what's happening. It really is. Next, please. Here. A high-ranking Lutheran bishop. You should be telling this. Oh, sure. <laughs> okay, you, you go ahead and tell. You, you were there. Yes. Um, high-ranking Lutheran bishops in India are repeatedly inviting Seventh-day Adventist speakers. Can you imagine? To preach to their curious Sunday-keeping congregations this year. And I was one of the uh, speakers that was able to go. And there was over, well, around 200 bishops sitting. Can you imagine? <laughs> in their white garb and the whole outfit. Sitting in, in all the pews. And... Preach the great controversy message, amen? Straight and clear, simple and true. And the thing is, is that we know that uh, it fell on open ears yeah. because yeah. they have asked for one of our Seventh-day Adventist young preachers to come uh, one Sabbath every month to their Sunday congregation to preach a Seventh-day Adventist message. Clearly, a Seventh-day Adventist message is what they want. They're asking for it. Isn't that incredible? Times are changing. Aren't they, though? Yes. Wow, it's just unbelievable. AWR will build a radio station. Now, I get this. You're listening? AWR will build a radio station in Nazareth, where Jesus grew up, which will reach four countries in that area. Which countries are those? Wow. Okay. Let's, let's see if we can name them. Jordan. Uh, Jordan. Jordan. Iran. Uh, Iran. Uh, Oh, uh, let's see. Well, of course, Israel. Israel. <laughs> I know, I'm blanking and right now. Lebanon. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's the other one. Lebanon. Those are countries that are difficult to reach. Oh, yeah. But God's finding a way. There's a way. That's there's right. A way. We'll reach them. Absolutely. So there's Next. a man yeah. called the Ox. And there's a reason Next. for that. Because he is a big, huge, terrifying man <laughs> because of what he's done in his past. He is from a southern a country south of here. And... Um, He's an executioner. Yeah, let's just say it. Yeah, yeah. he's an executioner and works with drug lords. Um, and guess what? He was recently baptized. Amen? Is this not incredible? Yeah. I mean, anybody's hardened heart can change if they let Jesus Unbelievable. in. Unbelievable. Jesus can change now, anybody. Now, now we ask him, what what'd you do with your guns? Oh, he says... We, we're, we couldn't give them to the military. They would arrest us. We couldn't give them to the rebels because we don't want more people killed. Right. Well, what did you do? We buried, buried them. them. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's we probably a good, good thing. Yeah. Yep. Now, he said to us, he says, you know, he says, we, we, there are several baptized, and we have to leave the country. We have to hide out and leave because mm -hmm. if we're caught by the military, we'll be shot, and our 
comrades who were with us in the drug, the drug lords would kill us if they mm -hmm. find us. Yes. And so they were baptized and, at night and secretly left the country. Let's keep them in our prayers. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Wow. Due to AWR broadcast, communist rebels in an unnamed country are receiving amnesty, get this, now from the government ending a 50-year war. 40,000 people have died. Wow. And now. Over 50 years. Yeah. This is international news. Did you hear that? Mm -hmm. we, because of AWR broadcasting and our medical message up in the mountains in this country, these rebels are laying down their guns. The president of the country is so excited, he's given them an official national amnesty. Amen. Wow. Amen. Lives are being changed. Unbelievable. Next, yes. please. I want to tell you about Daniel. Um, just amazing. He's called the executioner. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> Cammy did that story. And uh, I put my arm around him. And he's, he said to me, you know, he said, I killed the, the vice mayor in this town. He's an executioner. He's now an AWR evangelist up in the mountains in Mindoro. He's, he told a horrible story. And... Uh, it's, it changed his life. He, he was given his, his orders as to who he should execute. And then he will go out and do it. The last one was a pastor. The pastor fell on his knees and cried, said, please don't shoot me. But he fulfilled his duty from his orders, shot the pastor. He couldn't get that out of his mind. And as he went home, his family was listening to AWR up in the mountains. And they said, Daddy, sit down and listen to this too. He could only stay home for like three days out of three weeks. And he cried as he listened to the message. And he came to us and he said, I'm I'm finished with this last, this, this life. I want to be changed. I put my arm around him and I said, uh, Daniel, I said, as I gave him a video projector, we were training the, him and, and, and many others, 25 others to be evangelists. I said, you used to be an executioner for Satan. Now you're going to be an evangelist for Adventist World Radio. So he's in the mountains of Endor right now with his video projector telling others about Jesus. First morning in heaven. Can you imagine as you walk out your door and you look to the right and your left and you see your neighbors? Well, one thing, there's, there'll be no fever there, no virus. <laughs> so you can talk to them and touch them. It's all right. But maybe, just maybe, you may not want to ask them what they did when they were on planet Earth. Maybe you don't want to know. It's interesting how God can use, he can touch lives, change lives. It, next slide, please. It, it's just utterly amazing. This is a, a picture of our training that we did in Mindoro. We trained about 25 that day. Of These are executioners and rebels changed lives, people that we just had baptized, and gave them video projectors, AWR video projectors, 
and they're going up in the mountains. Now something's happening. The military has come to us and they said, it's not fair that the rebels, after you baptize them, you give them video projectors and they can go up and, 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 and teach people about Jesus and the health message. We want to do that too. The military. And so we have just sent over 25 video projectors that work off a flash drive. And Louis, they're going to go up in the mountains, the military with our pastors, and they're going to teach the people in the mountains about Adventist health message and Adventist Bible message. These are non-Adventist military officers. Can you imagine that? What a, what a time to be alive. Amen? I want to tell you this story. Let's go to the next picture now. This, this is absolutely amazing. Um, after we had the training in Mindoro, Kathy and I and, and Kemi, uh, our team, went up into the mountains. But we had to get up at 3 o'clock. And then we went down one road and we turned around and went back. And then we went down one road and turned around and went back. And we, were, we finally figured out what was going on. By the time we got there, they said that we didn't want the military to follow us. You see, even though the, the president wants to give amnesty and we're working all that out, this 50-year-old war has brought death to a lot of people. And so even though the military says, yes, yes, we'll forgive them, they really don't want to, and they really don't want to, and they really won't. And, and so because their buddies have been shot by the rebels, they are very angry, and they would like to do something to get even. And so they were, were trying to make sure we weren't being followed. We, uh, we went down, next picture please. We went down a, in, into, a, uh, well through the river and then up on the mountain and we waited for three hours. And then we got word, we were gonna baptize actually the, the, the general and some others. And we got word that we can't come down. We said, why? We said, they said, we have, below you, we were halfway up the mountain, below you in the jungle, we have spotted military. And if we come down, there's going to be shooting. And you Americans are going to be caught in the middle of it, so you need to leave. And we said, thank you very much, we are leaving. <laughs> so we went, we went down through the river and out. Uh, Kathy loved this because th there was a rainstorm and the river came up and it got, uh, got quite deep eventually. And so we had to hang on to hands as we walked through the river and uh, got out. Uh, it, it's a, quite an incredible story. I want to show you just a short video right now. I think you'll enjoy it very much about Mindoro and the rebels there. out how AWR Radio has gone past the steel cold guns straight into the hearts of ruthless rebels. This is AWR 360. Adventist World Radio has been broadcasting God's last day message to the unreached people groups of the world in their own languages from its very beginning. AWR began 48 years ago in 1971, and our mission and vision have grown beyond all expectations. I believe Jesus is coming very, very soon, and all God's people must take part in spreading the gospel all around the world, all around this old ball of mud. Our expanded focus of AWR 360 broadcast of baptism reaches people not only through the radio, but also through most media platforms, cell phone evangelism, and mobile medical clinics. 
Now incredible results are happening all over the world because of this enhanced direction, which by the way, was the dream of Alan Steele, the founder of Adventist World Radio. One of those meetings took place one year ago on the island of Manduro in the Philippines. Along with the broadcasts, many meetings took place and more than 2,000 were baptized. Then soon after, over 77 new villages turned their lives over to the Lord as the layman radio hosts kept preaching. But then some of the new listeners made a surprise visit to one of our AWR radio broadcasters, Robert Dulai. As he was biking home one day, he saw four strangers at his front door. They told him they were rebels. On March 29, 1969, the New People's Army was formed. Armed with weapons, they gradually infiltrated the country. Their goals have been to overthrow the government and establish a Maoist-style communist regime they regularly ambush police and military forces. Are these men and women to be feared for their brutality, to be rejected and abandoned? Or is God calling his faithful to go out into the highways and byways to preach there too? They pleaded with us to send someone to the village to preach, as they had been listening to the radio and wanted to know more about Jesus. It is now four months later, AWR 360 is heading to the Forbidden Mountain area in the midst of where these rebels live. Where Jesus went, he often healed those around him. In like manner, we are bringing in a team of medical laymen who are committed to following God's healing message across the Philippines. Helping take the medical supplies to the staging point is the Philippine military, the 4th Division's Scorpion Unit. Seeing the good work that AWR has done in reaching the rebel soldiers, they put forth their full support of what we are doing. They load the supplies, and before we head out, we have a prayer. AWR, the medical layman, and the military, all praying hand in hand to our God for His blessing in what we are about to do. Finally, after a long and difficult drive, we reach the staging point. As we wait, we notice many porters coming down the trail. They will help carry the supplies the rest of the way up the mountain. This will be a long trip with a very heavy load. Some of the porters are members of the rebel group. Once again, we have a prayer. And then the supplies are loaded for the journey ahead. We say goodbye to the layman and the villagers as they make their way up the trail. It will be a tiresome trek through the jungles, rivers, and mud. It will take at least eight hours for some to reach the village. For others, it will be an overnight walk. The next morning, we board a small mission helicopter, and it takes us to the top of the mountain. I smile as I relive God's miracles and how He reached the rebellious, militant-minded soldiers that we were about to meet face to face. As the helicopter comes to a halt, I look at the crowd gathered before us. They are lit with smiles. We are welcomed and the natives eagerly give us a tour. It's amazing to see how these precious people live. Then I sit down with Efren, the first one who started listening to AWR. My life was always on edge. I did many things I would rather not talk about. But one day, as I was listening to the radio, something different came on. 
It was AWR's health program. As I listened, I discovered that these people were helping many with their health problems. They also talked about the supreme healer, one whose life was devoted to others rather than himself. This thought appealed to him, and he felt the need to share it with others. Then he began to wonder, who are these people who are sharing this loving message? He knew he had to find out for himself. I had to know more, so I sought out the speaker of this program. I sent fellow members of my unit to invite him to the mountaintop. The road they took down many times had been used to hurt or injure, but this time it was different. My friends asked him, please, Come preach to us in the mountains. As they met, Ephron shared how he has a desire to learn more about Jesus. And AWR360 was happy to oblige. Many layman pastors also climbed the mountain to preach. And soon, many new rebels heard about God through the radio and Bible studies. And they too had the need to share it with others. And then the day came when Ephraim himself walked down the mountain with one final request. I want to be baptized, and so do many others. And so, on top of this once dangerous mountain, Layman doctors healed those who were sick, and the mouths were cleaned by the volunteer dentists. Our AWR360 team spoke with many villagers and prayed with many more. Additional rebels arrived because they were interested in witnessing what was going on. Our team preached to them, and then it was time to baptize those who had made their decision for Christ. It was a joyous walk to the baptismal site, and I believe all of heaven was rejoicing with us as we watched Pastor McKee baptize five rebel generals, along with 60 other soldiers. These men who were once killers in the land have now died to self. They have laid down their earthly weapons and exchanged them for a heavenly reward. What I witnessed today was truly a miracle. In one of the most dangerous places on earth, Avenus World Radio boldly went forth so yearning ears could hear the mercy and forgiveness of Jesus. Lives were changed for eternity, and now many more have a new hope of heaven forever. And this is only the beginning. Friends, the far-reaching work of AWR is only possible with your fervent prayers and generous financial support. Every donation is so important. Visit our website now to donate online. Keep in touch with AWR. We want and need you with us. Remember, it is only working together that we will reach the whole world with the good news of our Lord and Savior. He is coming back so soon. This is AWR 360. Next slide. Wow. Over 6,000 have been baptized now, mostly rebels. 
there in Mindoro in the last three years. Praise God. It's, all, it's a God thing. God touching. I just can't believe, I've never seen anything like this in all my years of international evangelism and, and evangelism and pastoral work. Wow. Rebels, assassins, Bhutan, China. Daily, we're getting reports down south of us here in South America and some of the terrible, terrible areas. People's lives are being changed. This is a, a picture of Philippine outlaws. They were the most wanted couple I mentioned before. And uh, just incredible. Uh, they were assassins. Can you imagine that? Those two young people on your right of the picture, assassins, husband and wife. Their life has been changed because they found Jesus by listening to Adventist World Radio. Unbelievable. Next picture. And Jesus answered and said to them, what, what a text. T take your Bibles, if you would, and turn with me to Luke chapter 10. Luke chapter 10 and verse 38. A lot of people today in the world and in America are troubled about many things. Troubled about many things. But there's hope in Jesus. I have nothing to fear for the future. Wow. Now it happened as they went that he entered a certain village and a certain woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary who also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. But Martha was distracted with much serving and she approached him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Therefore, tell her to help me. How, how many of you ladies have ever felt that way when someone was listening and they weren't helping? Actually, Mary was Mary from Magdala, and she, that's down on the Great Trunk Road. It's a terrible place where, as the, the, from the east, as the, the trains of camels would come in with their goods, she was there to entertain them. And this happens around the world today in truck stops and hotels and places that we don't want to talk about, but we know it happens. These young people are troubled and older people about many things. And Mary is one of them, and now she had found Jesus. Doesn't matter if your life is in a mess. Do you know that? When your life is in a mess, the best place to be is where? At the feet of Jesus. And that's the story of Mary. Martha, Martha, you are worried and troubled about many things, but one thing is needful, and Mary has chosen that good part which will not be taken away from her. I want to choose that good part too, don't you? Amen. That will not be taken away from you. When you're troubled about many things, there's no better place to be than at the feet of Jesus. Let's go to the next slide. This young man, we just were in Jordan and in Israel, very Nazareth, very, just a few weeks ago, and this young man, he's a Bedouin. You know about Bedouins? They live, in, they live in tents. They're nomadic people. They're in Israel. It's kind of a different world. 
they don't read or write, but a teacher went there to teach them, a Christian teacher, how to read and write. And one day, this young man, Muhammad, as he walked by her car, he saw she was not an Adventist, but a Christian. She had a cross hanging from her mirror. He said, what's that? Well, that's the story of Jesus. Well, tell me. And so the teacher told Muhammad the story of Jesus. He gave his heart to, to Jesus eventually. As he listened to Adventist World Radio, we gave him God pods. He started studying with us, and it was my privilege to be there when he was baptized in the Jordan River by Wiesam Ali. I was with Wiesam. Let's go to the next picture. You have to meet this couple. I have a video we're going to show about them in just a second. Unbelievable. Wiesam is our pastor in Nazareth in Israel. This is where Jesus grew up, right? I mean, this is a real place. <laughs> it's there. Half of the city belongs to his family. It's a huge tribe. 20 years ago, his sister went off to Europe to Bogenhofen to the university, our university in Austria, and found Jesus was baptized, and he hears about it. He talks to the tribal council, and they say, you must go and kill your sister. So he went to kill his sister. He called her up when he got to Europe, and she said, okay, you can kill me. I knew you were going to, but first give me one year. He had to because he didn't have her address. So she said, I've arranged for you to stay with somebody here at the school, Bogenhofen. What an opportunity, he thought. I can, I can convert these Christians to, to Muslims. And so he started, he started trying to convert them. And in the end, in a year, he was baptized. He went back to Israel. His family was so mad at him, they stoned him twice, tried to kill him. He left Israel, became a pastor. Now he's back in Nazareth as a pastor there, doing incredible things. Never before have we had so many in church on Sabbath in Nazareth, in Nazareth. And that's where we're going to build a center of evangelism and a radio station right above his church. We just voted that in Nazareth to reach all these countries around. Isn't that thrilling? Incredible. Now, I want to show you this video. It's coming up right now. And then I'll tell you more about what happens when he was stabbed by a knife. My uncle had tried to stone me to death. And now my cousins were here to finish the job. Find out how God is using Adventist World Radio to reach the Muslim community and other difficult to reach areas with the gospel message. Hi, I'm Cami Utman, and this is AWR 360. Adventist World Radio is broadcasting to the most remote locations of the world in more than 130 different languages. We've been doing this for the past, well, almost 50 years now, but I've never seen anything like this before. From baptizing rebels and assassins, almost daily we receive news of amazing miracles taking place all around this old ball of mud. Weiss story right here in Nazareth is an example that especially touched my heart. Being born Muslim, Wiesen was taught to hate Christianity. So when his sister decided to become a Christian, he was sent by his family to kill her. But because of a miraculous dream from God, he decided to begin studying the Bible. 
he soon returned to Nazareth to share his new belief with his family. And his uncle, upon hearing this, became very angry and ordered his stoning. This happened over and over until finally his brother stepped in. Then his father advised Wiesem to flee the country. Years later, after his father and uncle died, Wiesem's mother invited him to return. He immediately saw an opportunity to share Jesus in Nazareth. So he decided to set up a center of influence where he used the Bible to teach English to his fellow people. We also gave Wiesem AWR God Pods, which he distributed among his community. Recently though, things took a turn for the worse as the sons of his dead uncle found out what Wiesem was doing. They too had participated in his stoning many years before and now rallied a mob and went to Wiesem's house to attack him. Wiesem's wife, Audrey, heard the commotion downstairs and rushed out to see what was happening. She knew right away that Wiesem was in serious trouble and fell on her knees and began to pray. Wiesem's brothers rushed to protect him when he was hit with a metal rod, but then his own cousin pulled out his knife and stabbed Wiesem. But to his astonishment, the knife bent, leaving him unharmed. Wiesem's brother then picked up the bent knife and said, Try again to kill the man of God. As the mob retreated, they threatened, You will not know where or when, but we will kill you. Several months later, Wiesem received a shocking phone call that these same two cousins had been killed while riding their motorcycle. It just reminds me that if God is for us, who can be against us? This miraculous event agitated the Muslim community so much that Wiesem knew it was the perfect time to use AWR's cell phone evangelism. He immediately sought out someone to translate the sermons into Arabic. He found a man named Jamil who readily agreed to help. Jamil worked for days, sometimes late into the night, translating the Bible-based sermons. As he read, he was so greatly moved by the presentations that he felt compelled to share them with one of his friends from the Baptist church. She was so amazed by the sermons that she shared them with her pastor, who was also impressed by what he read. He then sought out Wiesem to preach at his church. Wiesem presented at the Baptist church, sharing Bible prophecy, our health message, and Ellen White's writings. Their hearts were so convicted that the pastor and almost his whole congregation made the decision to be baptized into the Seventh-day Adventist church. And on a beautiful Sabbath day, we held a church service at the Jordan River. Then one by one, they entered into the water. Wiesem had the joy of baptizing these precious souls with Elder Dwayne McKee. God is calling all who are willing to proclaim his last day message. Adventist World Radio not only broadcasts into the Muslim countries in their own languages, but we are working with people like Wiesem, helping to share the gospel message in countries that still need to hear the wonderful story of Jesus. Thank you for supporting AWR. Jesus is coming soon, and he invites you and me to be a part of this great movement that will light the earth with a knowledge of his truth. From broadcast to baptism, this is AWR 360.
Isn't that unbelievable? Yes. It's true. We've been there. Next picture, please. Wow, that's the knife he's holding there. Actually, this, somebody said to me, well, bent knives. Don't Arabs bend their knives? Yes, they do. This is an Arab knife. This is bent. But you see it's bent this way, not the right way, not on the right side. Actually, stainless steel can't bend. It breaks. We've had several experts look at it, as you saw at the end of the video there. But that's an Arab knife. This is a regular knife right here, like he was stabbed with in the back and to the kidneys, which you should bleed out in about five or six seconds into the kidneys. It, this is a regular butcher knife. Actually, if you get stabbed with a paring knife, it's going to hurt, isn't it? And probably you could die with that. But this is a butcher knife. That's what happened. Now, this is the knife. The very one. Yeah, the very one, Cammy. This, this is what Weeson was stabbed with by his cousin, who died shortly thereafter in a motorcycle accident. I just want to show, well, let's see. This is the very shirt. This is the very shirt. And you can look at his shirt. This is down here by his kidneys. The knife went in like this. Did not touch his skin. It touched the hand of an angel. And then came out over here. Like, you see? In, in here and there. Wow. Wow. Amazing. Can you hold it up there? There. There you can see it. Stainless steel, 304 stainless, does not bend. It breaks. And then it was dropped. Wow. Can you imagine what it's going to be like to be in heaven? And now, today, we're seeing so many things happening around the world with Adventist World Radio. Thank you, thank you for your support, for your love. Thank you, Cammy, for the beautiful videos. Thank you, AWR supporters. We, we are so privileged. Actually, I say, to my, I, say, I say to Kathy often, what a time to be alive. <laughs> Jesus is coming soon, isn't he? Jesus is coming soon. We have a short little video on the, before the offering. Uh, we want to show that. And then uh, Pastor Louis, Dr. Louis Hendershaw will come up and speak. So this next video. Hi, I'm Cami, Vice President for Adventist World Radio. March 14 is a special day for us this year as it is our global offering Sabbath where you can support the work that AWR is doing all around the world. My team and I were just in Nazareth filming an incredible miracle story that with your efforts can be featured in every Seventh-day Adventist church. Just go to awr.org forward slash offering where you can download an information packet as well as Weeson's short video that you can show during your offering appeal or even between services. We also go into the details of this story with Weeson on a new 3ABN Today program that will air four times this Sabbath, the 14th, at 8 a.m., 3 p.m., 8 p.m., and 11 p.m. Central Time. If you feel impressed to give, there are several options. One, mark your envelope with AWR so that these funds go directly to Adventist World Radio. Two, you can also easily donate online at awr.org. And three, 
Select Adventist World Radio on the Adventist Giving website or app. Whatever amount you give goes to the front lines and supports work of winning souls all around the world. Our latest development? We are working with WESOM to build a center for digital evangelism in the heart of Nazareth. Partner with us to make it happen. I would like to thank each of you personally for continuing to support the work of AWR, the ministry that goes wherever air goes. With God, there are no walls, no borders, and no limits. From broadcast to baptism, this is AWR 360. We have so much to be thankful for here at the Forest Lake Church. We have a beautiful sanctuary in which to worship in peace and safety. We are surrounded by the people we love. And also we have a beautiful expansion to our campus, namely the Children's Ministry Center. All of these things need our continued support. However, with these blessings come tremendous responsibilities not the least of which is that we have the opportunity to look beyond our own borders and to see beyond these borders a world in need of the message of Jesus and his soon return. And today is designated as the offering appeal for Adventist World Radio in all of our churches. And we are a part of that, and we have the wonderful privilege to be a part of this support on this Sabbath. If you're here in the sanctuary, look in your bulletins, and you will find an envelope, an offering envelope, specifically for the offering this Sabbath. If you want to take this with you and give prayerful consideration to a special gift, I encourage you to do so. And also, as Cami just mentioned, you can go online if you're watching today online. You can go there uh, to the website awr.org and you will find an easy way for you to make a very special donation for this important ministry. I believe we have deacons this morning that will help to wait on us now at this time. Let's be faithful in our giving, not only to our local needs, but to this world need for Adventist World Radio. May God bless us as we give at this time.
Adventist World Radio. Shall we pray? Father in heaven, we are excited. We are thrilled. What a time to be alive. Thank you so much for all your wonderful blessings. And thank you for the assurance that when it seems like all kinds of stuff is happening around us, that you're in control. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Father, thank you. Thank you of what is happening around us. And as we endeavor to reach the world through all kinds of means, I want to thank you for the support that people give to Adventist World Radio. I want to thank you for your church as we reach the world for Jesus so this work can be finished and we'll get off of this old ball of mud and go home. I thank you in Christ's name. Amen. <laughs>